0: You're listening to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. This is episode 29. This episode is brought to you by the Go Adventure Mom pet gear guide. Check it out. We've got some great products for pets. GoAdventureMom.com forward slash pets.
1: Welcome to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. We're having kids only adds to the adventure. Get outdoors. See the world. Live a full life. Go Adventure Mom for families who refuse to be indoorsy people. Now, let's go adventure with Kathy Dalton.
0: Hello, everyone. I hope you are having a wonderful day. We have got sick kiddos at home, ear infection, and a dog that just has too much energy. But we are having a great day, still trying to have some fun and play some games together. Today's interview is with Selena Baldwin, and she is the co-founder of Shabby Alpaca, and she's got a really great story on starting a business and creating some really great things that are fair trade, but really this force for good in the world. And I hope that you can learn as I am learning with her and the, the great things that she is doing. As always, you can find the show notes at GoAdventureMom forward slash podcast. Hi, Selena. Welcome to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. Hi,
1: Kathy. Thank you.
0: We are so excited to have you here and to share your story today. I'd, I'd love to hear where you love to go adventure with your family
1: first. Okay. Well, we love to adventure in Sandpoint, Idaho. My husband's uncle has a cabin on uh, Lake Pend Oreille up there. I don't even know
0: where that is. Is that like north?
1: It's northern Idaho. Yes. Okay. Northern Idaho. Yeah, okay this beautiful lake and you know, there's hardly any cell service and you just, you go. And I think when we can unplug and not think about the rest of the world, it's so much easier for us to adventure. I'm pretty type A, so I like to get things done. And, but when we go there, there's nothing to do. So we are forced almost to adventure and go, you know, just explore and get out on the water and. You know, that, that's our favorite place, but we live in Colorado, so we love to adventure in Colorado, too. We're around tons of great hiking places, and of course, the mountains are everywhere, so um, we love to adventure close to home, but our favorite adventure spot is Sandpoint, Idaho.
0: Oh, I love that. I'll have to check that out.
1: Yes, yeah, it's so beautiful.
0: I thought it would be really fun um, just to kind of set the scene a little bit on how we met. We were at the outdoor retailer show, and it was, like, the end of the show, and we're both walking out, and it's kind of crazy busy, and, of course, I had to stop and ask you, like, where you got your absolutely amazing purse, because, really, like, it's the most beautiful purse I've seen, and I, I hate being like that, like, really, like worldly shallow like where'd you get your purse because it's not all about the stuff but like seriously your purse was so beautiful like leather like all these bright hand woven colors (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah I love when people ask me about my bags I'm like that's one of my favorite things that we carry is our you know our Guatemalan bags and so yeah you grabbed me like where'd you get that bag (laughs) and of course I told you that Sell it. It's mine. I sell it. And like we're
0: walking like side by side, like not super slow either. Like, hey, how's it going? Where'd you get your bag? Oh, it's so amazing. (laughs) And we had this like honestly like incredible connection in like, I mean, it was like a mere minute, like matter of minutes that we had together. It was so cool. And you started sharing your story of how you started Shabby Alpaca. And honestly, like by the end of your story, by the time we parted, like I was like misty-eyed and like very just like touched by by the path that you have lived and the the story. It's, it's not just a story of how you started a business, but it's this really beautiful story of of how you created and 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 have this family. So I would I would love you know p- kind of paint the stage a little bit on. Where, where you were in life when um, you started Shabby Alpaca?
1: Yeah, so I was working for Compassion International, which is they assist children in the developing world with getting education and food and just being cared for. And while we were doing that, several things happened. One was that my husband and I were trying to get pregnant and we had been trying for about four years. And then we really just felt like, you know, we want to have kids and we don't really care how they come to us. There really is no plan A here. It's just the the plan is to have a family. And so we began the process of adopting from the Democratic Republic of Congo um, two years into our pregnancy journey, trying to get pregnant. And that took us about two years. And the whole time we were just really open. Like, you know, we didn't know how long the adoption process would take. And we didn't know, you know, if we would even get the kids. Adoption is such a a crazy, crazy path. And we just, we had no idea how it would all pan out. So we said, you know, we know we want kids. Adoption's super expensive, but it's a little less expensive if you adopt two kids at the same time. So we decided that we would put in our, our application for a sibling group of two, and we um, went through that whole process. Like I said, it took us two years, and then we finally got released to go pick up our kids. And the day after I bought my plane ticket to go to Africa to pick up our kids, I found out that I was pregnant. So we um, cried a lot of years of joy. <laughs> we were so happy, but so overwhelmed at the same time. So I traveled to Africa to pick up my kids and then came back and we had this little like shindig with our whole family to meet our kids. And while we were there, we decided that we would tell them that we, we were also going to have a baby.
0: <laughs> so how old were the kids that you adopted?
1: Okay, so we requested two kids under five. So our kids were five and three at the time.
0: Okay. Okay, so then...
1: So we, yeah, so we bring these two kids home. Everyone's so excited to meet our babies. And then, you know, I bought my daughter a shirt that said, I'm going to be a big sister coming, you know, August, 2013. And, um, my mom like flipped out. I mean, in a very good way. I love the picture that I have of her when, when I told her I happened to be, have the camera out and she was just like in absolute shock. And I think when that happened, something really just sparked in her and in my my stepdad that, you know, they really wanted to to be near their grandkids. And so they were alpaca farmers at the time, and they decided that they would move to Colorado to, to be with us and to help us and to, you know, just walk beside us in this crazy journey from zero to three. <laughs> so they moved out to Colorado and we decided we had, we have always, always wanted to be in business together and to do a small business together. And so when she got here, she just said, you know, do you want to, you want to do this? And I knew I would have to quit work um, with all the kids because I wanted to be home with them. And so I quit my job and we just, of started. We bought the domain name and had this little $80 logo made on Craigslist from a lady I found on Craigslist. And we just, we just did it like within a month of her moving here, we were starting our business. Wow. So they like completely shifted their life. Yeah, they did. They made a big, they made a big change too, for sure. And, and to be a part of that. I love that. Yeah. But I've never thought about it the way you said, like, you know, we were birthing this family, but at the same time, we were birthing this business, and the two really do go hand in hand. You know, my son will be five this year, and our business will be five this year, and you know, they're definitely side by side. They're siblings. <laughs> so I have four <laughs> kids. And-
0: <laughs> well, well, definitely. I think I think as you know, mothers, we 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 create. You know, we love t- to create, and and we create these these little people that we can grow inside of us or adopt. Or, you know, also these businesses. I mean, it's a very creative, labor-intensive process to starting a business. And so here you are five years ago. you're, You're starting this business with your mom. Your parents have moved out. I mean, how incredibly supportive to have this great place for these kids to grow up. And then you're starting this business. So tell us more about shabby alpaca like I love that you you know you just did it like you bought the domain you got a logo done and then you you set up the shop
1: online well originally there was no online shop it was just you know we bought the donate domain name because we knew we would need it and we what we started doing was just markets because like you said you know I'm I'm a creative person so I was in order to raise funds for our adoption I was making I was doing little crafts and things, and I was doing little craft fairs to sell these handmade things to help raise money to adopt our kids. And so when I got here, my mom was like, well, let's, you know, take what you're doing and kind of expand on it. So we just kept, we did markets for a couple of years and we still do markets, but, you know, it was only like probably three years ago that I really launched our online business. So that was a a secondary part of, you know, what we were doing.
0: So so what kind of things were you selling at the craft fairs?
1: So originally we were doing the painted furniture and we were carrying the alpaca products from Peru. And so we, that's what we had originally, but in the five years that we've been doing this, we've, we've gone through a couple iterations. We kind of, you know, we don't do as much furniture now. We hardly do any really, but now what we carry is soft and natural goods from around the world. So we're carrying, you know, alpaca is our mainstay, but, you know, the bag that you stopped me about, that's from Guatemala, and we carry some handmade baskets from Africa. And so we're we're now sourcing the globe for these, you know, beautiful handmade and natural goods.
0: And, and I love that you have this very, I mean, colorful family dynamic where, you know, it's multi-generation where you have your your parents and the kids grandparents involved plus these these children that have a different cultural and you know historical background and that you're able to to take all of that i mean energy and love and put it into something that is a representation of what you guys love and do so i'm i'm curious about like the alpaca side like number 1 like why alpaca <laughs> And a little bit more about, is it, it's not alpaca fur, right? Is it alpaca hair?
1: Uh, Alpaca is, it's incredibly soft. It's warm, but it's lightweight and it is hypoallergenic. So a lot of people who can't tolerate wool um, can definitely wear alpaca products. So my mom was in the alpaca business for 13 years before we started this retail side of it. And she's really the alpaca expert, but You know, like alpaca socks, they, they wick away moisture. So the products that are created from alpaca are really unique and they really are, it really is a superior product. So what comes off the alpaca is their fur, you shear them for their fur, and then you can create yarn from that. And then you can create woven document, woven garments. And then when an alpaca dies, naturally, they use the whole hide. So in Peru, alpacas are very valuable. And when an alpaca dies, the farmers don't want to waste anything. So they use the hides to create our stuffed animals and, you know, any kind of fur thing you would find with alpaca. Um, But alpacas are never slaughtered. To create goods. Um, it's always the the natural death of the alpaca that, that gives you the opportunity then to make a stuffed animal or make, you know, something out of their fur. So it's called alpaca fiber that comes off of the alpaca okay. fiber. So it's a fiber. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's great.
0: Well, and I I've, I've, I've felt alpaca, you know, socks and, and d- different products and yeah, super soft, really beautiful. I know even from like a farming standpoint, that's be kind of, you know, even here in Utah, like a very popular thing to be doing so i i love that your 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 mom was in and, and your dad obviously you know they ha- they were farming these alpacas but then we're able to take that love and that passion and to turn it into something that can help share you know that that alpaca story as well but also that it's you know created this way to connect products from different countries so so you were talking about like sourcing i mean really like the world like like how do you find the companies that you're you're selling on your site
1: Sure. So first is Peru. And my mom and I uh, went to Peru last year ourselves. We had some relationships with wholesalers previously, but last year we went ourselves and that actually was our greatest adventure together. But we went to Peru for two weeks and then we bought, we sourced the the markets and we found artisans who are creating, you know, unique products. So we went and sourced our own goods in Peru. And then we're going back again this year in June to find more great things so we're we're trying to work directly with artisans when we can. Otherwise, we're just working with uh, you know trying to find fair trade companies and you know organizations that are supporting people who are doing the work. You know, it's not just we're getting goods, you know, from China. We're we're really trying to find organizations, you know, and not anything is fair trade because fair trade is actually really expensive for the the person who's creating the goods. They have to go through all kinds of hoops. But you know, when you know the the owner of the company and you know that they are paying their workers fair wages and they are being treated fairly and they're they're getting benefits, you know, I, I don't think fair trade is is really a fair stamp at this point. So there's organizations we work with that absolutely would qualify for fair trade, but. They're just not tech, you know. Called fair trade because of all the hoops that have to be gone through for that. So we really want to support, you know, global, gl- the global economy and the the people who are making goods.
0: I love that, and I love that it's, you know, it's 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 hard to start a business, and it's it's also hard to have a business that's online because it's very competitive when you're selling products that are similar to, you know, if you can find it on Amazon. But what I love is that you, if, if you guys go to the website, Shabby Alpaca, you can see all of the, I mean, really beautiful, colorful products from embroidered belts to travel bags and socks to stuffed animals and hats. And they're they're one of a kind. Like you're not going to find, uh, for example, like the bag that I um, <laughs> stopped you about. It's called the the Shabby, I don't know if I can say it right the huipi tote yeah is I that even close I it's how it's okay.
1: yeah I think we I've, I've had to look it up because I'm like how do you say this but I think it's huipil I think and
0: they have these beautiful textiles that you know I think they're kind of similar like in colors but none of them are going to be the same because they're I mean literally each bag is one of a kind and i i think there's also this i don't know feeling of connectedness to these artisans when when you're using a product that comes from a country and you can see you know the hand tied knots or the embroidery details in something and you know that these you know i think were made with a lot of love and that they are something that they're proud of so i i love that it's unique and that it's different
1: yeah and one of the things that we really feel strongly about is like we're all one of a kind. You know, as humans, we are so one of a kind and why would you want something that's mass produced? You know, like we want people to have goods that represent them and represent their personality. And so, we do have like some neutral colored goods, but a lot of our stuff is bright and colorful and one of a kind and, you know, one person made it and it's it's going to totally represent you. It's your bag. Not a bag that you can go buy at the mall, it's your bag, you know, so we we just yeah, we love that
0: well, and I love like a cost per use standpoint too, because I think from a pricing standpoint, sometimes it's hard to get you know down to a box store price, but that not only are these products beautiful that they're one of a kind, but these are the kinds of things that you're going to use for ever and that Spending the time and and the money to really research and find that one, that one bag that's just really well made and that you can use it over and over and over again.
1: And, you know, we we, we really do stand behind that. Everything that we sell is guaranteed. And so we, you know, we stand behind if something breaks or something is inferior quality, you know, we're going to replace it. We're going to send you your money back. We're going to take care of our customers, you know, because people are more important than policies. And we just, yeah, we love our customers and we love that we can help them find that thing that that really is theirs. You know, they're one of a kind good to represent, you know, they're one of a kind.
0: I really love that. I'm looking at the 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 bag the Shabby Wanderer and it it says that our vendor shares a commitment to creating sustainable and fair goods by placing a priority on cultivating fair trade relationships that are good for families, local economies and environments. And then you guys it says 10% of every sale is donated to verified charities promoting healthcare, education and development in those countries. I think I think that's really powerful.
1: Mm-hmm. It is.
0: And this ability to give back to, to those places. Selena is going to share one thing that you can do today to make your day better. When we return. We have a fun free challenge going on over at 365milechallenge.org. It is called Walk Where You Are. Basically, the goal is to get no zero days for a week. So we want you to get that mile in every single day. This is a free challenge that is part of the 365 Mile Challenge and anybody can join. So head over to 365milechallenge.org and click on the mini challenges and you can learn more about this free challenge and this great way to get outside and to get that mile in every single day. We are back on the Go Adventure Mom podcast, and our guest today is Selena Baldwin, and she's going to share one thing that you can do today to make your day better.
1: So my one tip is to laugh and to find joy in in every day. You know, my mom and I, we have this little I don't know, video series that we do that's called Gab with Shabby. And we just, you know, talk about our product or talk about what's happening that week. And we are just always laughing, you know, I love to find joy in, in anything, you know, and sometimes, some days it's really hard to laugh, you know, when everything's going wrong and it's just like the worst day ever. But you know, like if you're, you can either cry over the cereal that just got dumped all over the floor, or you can laugh, you know, and when you're laughing with your kids, like, you're just creating memories and you're creating connectedness. And I think, you know, my favorite way to connect with people is to laugh with them and, you know, just, just to find joy in the the everyday.
0: I love that. That's definitely something I think I can do a lot better, <laughs> especially with the kids. Cause I feel like, you know, I'm the one that's like disciplining and strict and making that choice and, and really being in tune enough to say, you know what? right at this second, I have a choice. I I can either get really angry or get upset or we can laugh it off. I, I don't know if it was Dr. Covey or Jack Canfield, but one of his quotes is, you know, don't sweat the small stuff, everything's small stuff. Like th- there's a lot of power in thinking that way and thinking, you know, sometimes we make bigger issues out of things that really aren't an issue.
1: Right. Well, and I used to say to my mom, like, you know, we just because we love people laughing, you know. It was like, well, are they laughing at you or with you? And I'm like, well, who cares? They're <laughs> laughing, right? You know, like it's, it and if you can't laugh at yourself, Like, what what are you gonna do if you can't laugh at your own foibles and your own failures and your own, you know, just ridiculous humanity? Then w- what are you gonna do? You're gonna spend your life grumpy, you know. Like, let's just laugh about this. It's you know whatever it is. Like, let's find some humor in this situation.
0: I love it. Absolutely love it. And thank you, Selena, for sharing your story, for um, helping us get to know you a little bit better in your store and your mom. We need to give a shout out to her, definitely, Chris Gray, and for the great things that you are doing. And I just love that you guys are the force for good in the world. And we, we need more, more light in our day to day. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Hope that you enjoyed learning from Selena and be sure to check out their website, shabbyalpaca.com. It's beautiful, lots of great artisan products, and something that you can feel good about purchasing. Hope that you are having a great day and that you know how much we care about you and Just really appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast week after week. We couldn't do it without you and without your support.
1: Thanks for listening to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. For more family adventure, visit GoAdventureMom.com. Plus, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends.